0: indie rock stars. Hello, everyone. Joining me tonight from Ontario, Canada is The Relative Miners. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Yeah, Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here.
0: So tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you got into kindy music. Sure. Um, So we're
2: both musicians. We're married, Kirsten and I. Um, And we so we've been musicians for many, many years. Uh, Kier studied piano and vocal from a young age. And I was in a bunch of indie rock bands, ska, punk, folk rock bands through high school and beyond.
1: He played in a band with my brother, which is what kind of drew us together. He was the drummer in my brother's band. Yeah, music. Older.
2: (laughs) Music brought us together, uh, for sure. Uh, And then when we were newlyweds, I don't know if you want to take it from there.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, We didn't have a lot of money. So, and we were musical. So for every birthday or Christmas, we would just record a song for our families Mm -hmm. um, or friends. And when our niece turned three years old, we decided we'd write a full length garage band album for her um, of children's music. And that was our gift to her.
2: Yeah. So she was the first child. Well, Kirsten's a teacher, so she knows lots and lots of children now, but she was kind of the first child that we had a super close relationship to as as a couple. Mm -hmm. And so we thought Oh, maybe we'll try our we'll try writing some children's songs. Doesn't seem too hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we had a lot of fun <laughs> writing it. Yeah,
2: and it was hard, but <laughs> as as people know, when you get into this, it's not as easy as you expect it to be to just you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we wrote a, like guess eight song kind of demo CD just with garage band. Uh, and they were just kind of funny, catchy songs, and our niece really enjoyed it. She really
1: loved them. Uh, we ended up passing the CD along to different friends of hers and um she actually asked us for her fourth birthday to perform live for her and all her friends yeah so we had cds ready to give out as well
2: yeah and we kind of started to catch on a bit i guess in our in our town Um, we started playing at uh, you know the word got out a little bit we started playing at some birthday parties there's this local music festival Uh, we started to kind of headline the children's (laughs) portion of it uh, we played at uh, preschool, at a library and, and things like that. Yeah. We kind of, we found that there is, maybe we have a little bit of a knack for this. So. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I transitioned to, from te- teaching uh, grade one to to being a music teacher, um, which I just, it's just my passion. And I'm so glad that we've kind of taken off in that direction.
2: Yeah. So we, we kept it, uh, we actually started, uh, we did that for probably five years. And then we had our first, our own first child. And so the the music career kind of went on the back burner for a little bit. Uh, And then finally, when our kids were old enough, we started showing them the old songs. Um, So all this this first part of the story happened around 2011. So already 11 years ago now, I guess. Uh, And then by like 2019, our kids were like four years old uh, four and two sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And we're, and they enjoyed our old songs. We're like, Hey, maybe we should, we should get this. We could listen to
1: them objectively to say those are good songs, (laughs) but they are not recorded well. (laughs) And at this point we did have some money. So
2: (laughs) we kind of had established our careers a little bit. Um, so we, by that point we had, we have a brother-in-law who's a great drummer. So we started kind of putting a band together and we got into the studio in 2019 and, and started working on our first real album play music, which came out, uh, in uh, fall 2020. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, I believe all of the songs on our first album no maybe there were a couple all but one One, the title track play music was written 10 years before so it was kind of interesting we had
2: this kind of 20 song back catalog that was just kind of sitting (laughs) and then we're finally like oh these songs are worth doing something with so we kind of gave them new life and they were the most part of our our first album and then our second album as well <laughs> included a lot of those old songs. And now we've been writing a lot of new stuff as well,
0: mm-hmm. um, which has been a lot of fun. Have you gotten your kids involved at all in like the recording process?
1: Are they've, they been that age the yet? The, they've been to the studio with us. We pack snacks, we pack all of their games to play and they're on the floor in the studio while we're recording and they, We've got some really sweet pictures of them looking at us in the booths and things like that.
2: Yeah. The boys up against the glass, looking at their mom. (laughs)
1: Both our boys have been (laughs) in music videos
2: too. Yeah. They both been in music videos. Uh, JJ, our six year old now, uh, he's, he's, uh, learning the violin. So before too long, I'm sure he'll be, (laughs) he'll be performing right there with us. Uh, Wes is more of a dancer, but we'll. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll uh, figure out a way to get that in. JJ's
1: gonna have a sample on our next album of a song that he's written.
2: Yeah, JJ's been writing his own songs, and they want to start their own band too. So, so <laughs> they actually don't want us to use their ideas. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they're
0: already little smart business people. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: I did but, actually try to take one of his songs, and he had he was having none of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: but we do test test stuff out on them for sure. And now mm. our songs will get stuck in their heads and we'll say, okay, yeah, this, this is a good, yeah. <laughs> this is a good chorus. And we should yeah.
1: sometimes we should, even West might our three or four year old might say, I don't like that song. but then we catch him singing it later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wes had this phase where he didn't like the relative minors. Yeah. <laughs> which is pretty funny, but <laughs> kind of sad.
0: So you guys have been at this for a while. Um, so, Did you find yourself having to switch gears quite a bit when the lockdowns happened and things like that?
1: Yeah, we were so excited. We finally put a full band together and we were lining up shows. Um, And like we said, we started in 2019 as a full band. (laughs) What a year to pick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: So we were really just kind of finding our footing, even though we had, uh, a catalog of songs that had existed for 10 years. We were just sort of finding our footing as a band and we played a couple of concerts that fall. And then we had a bit of a tour, like a library's tour booked for the summer of 2020, but obviously everything.
1: That went virtual.
2: Yeah, we ended up kind of doing a, uh, leading up to the first album release, we ended up doing a virtual library tour where we we kind of plugged into the, the online programs for a lot of libraries Across in Ontario. Ontario yeah and kind of got our name out there that way a little bit, I guess, and connected with families and things.
0: Yeah. So what's the scene like in, in your part of Canada? I've talked to a couple of others in, in various parts of Canada, um, usually far East and far West. And I think I had one in Alberta, <laughs> but what's it like there in Ontario?
2: Uh, it's the most populated part of the country. So there's certainly opportunities. Uh, the scene is not uh, hugely developed. There, there are some Really big great, names.
1: yeah.
2: You know, uh world famous even uh yeah. children's acts from southern Ontario, Sharon Lois and Bram, mm-hmm. uh and uh Splash and Boots now are the kind of the big name
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh and others as well. But
1: Sunshine and Broccoli, yeah. yeah.
2: So there's some some good stuff going on, but it's kind of hard to pin down the scene currently. It's we also pin- been
1: hard to connect with them because of the pandemic, but we yeah. do connect with some of them on Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how do you approach songwriting? Do you, do you have particular themes that you like to write about or are they just kind of general kids topics?
1: We're kind of all over the place. Um, sometimes a melody will come. Usually I start with a melody and I kind of feel around for lyrics that fit the melody. Um, Matt usually starts with some sort of like comedic element or a joke. He, he really wants all, all of our songs to have mm-hmm. some sort of Funniness, twist. twist. Yeah. And usually that's the criticism he gives me when I write a song, you'll say, mm, it's not funny enough. Yeah. Can I work on it? <laughs> yeah.
2: So the band has five uh, official members, but Kirsten and I are the main are, are the songwriters for, for the band, which is convenient because we live together. Um, and we were able to keep making demos over the course of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do, uh, I guess this is totally hyperbolic, but uh, 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 a useful analogy we kind of have a like a Lennon McCartney thing where we'll we're both work on a song kind of independently and then we'll come together and and sort of like make it better
1: but we that. joke that it's McCartney and McCartney because we both want to be <laughs> they <it and Paul.
2: laughs> both we're both Paul fans
1: but, uh,
2: <laughs> no but uh yeah well I like like Keir said I, I like to start with sort of a funny idea um, like a funny phrase, like one of the songs was the walrus said all the bananas was a, kind of a phrase that we saw and um, or something that someone said to us at some point and I was like yeah that might turn into a song so then I tried to sort of back write a scenario that would lead up to that. Uh, and so I came up with this grocery store that animals go shopping at and things like that. And then on our new album, I came up with a chorus for a song about an aardvark who becomes Prime Minister. Um, the song Aardvark PM. And so I had to come up with a scenario again. That's our president. (laughs) So for
1: you listeners at home.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I had to come up with a scenario where an art of art could be elected president. So I came up with, uh, they extended the franchise to plants and animals. So plants and animals could vote. (laughs) And then (laughs) this is what happened. (laughs) So that's kind of the way I go. We both, we both very much start, um, musically from like kind of an interesting musical concept and then build on that. And then we kind of the two kind of meet up at some point, some sort of topic meets up with some sort of musical idea uh, and then we kind of build the two together, but mm-hmm. there's no formula. Um, I'm sure lots of people say the same thing. There's no like strict formula that yeah. you follow, but we kind of-
1: And when we co-write a song, we work differently than if we were writing it individually too. Although sometimes we'll start, one of us will start with a seed of a song and then we'll sit down together and flush it out together, stretch it out. Those yeah. are always fun to do too. So the two songs that we're doing today are examples of one is a Matt written song and and the other one is a cure written song. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. Well, let's get into those then. Um, So we got two songs we're going to do. What's your favorite season and what goes around? So go ahead and get into the stories behind those two.
1: Sure. Uh,
2: So we we chose those two songs specifically because the story kind of starts together and then they kind of break into two songs along the way. But so we were working on play music, our first album, but we already had all these songs for our second album, our follow up album, uh, which we ended up calling the full circle, we had a cool intro and outro song that the outro loops back into the intro. So the album itself kind of is a circle and, and an endless loop. Um, so we had that as kind of a loose theme, like we like to have loose concepts, mm-hmm. not like a concept album necessarily, but sort of a loose idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so we wanted to write some more songs now that we were kind of getting into writing new songs. We wanted to write some more songs that had that as that a bit of a
1: theme. The theme. Yeah. yeah.
2: So we thought we were actually just jamming around the two of us and we were playing around with the idea of a song about the seasons. Uh, we didn't have any real musical um, ideas pegged down, but we were just kind of jamming on a little chord progression and sort of making jokes about the seasons so I thought it would be really funny to have a song that a little bit of a banter between the two of us and uh, starts off by saying, what's so great about each season, but then gets a little bit cynical and says, but there's actually bad things about each season as well.
1: <laughs> cycle around, cycle back, <laughs> yeah, So
2: this full circle idea. Um, and I thought that'd be a great idea for a comedy song. Uh, and then Kirsten started working on.
1: So I took that idea um, and I sat down at the piano and I tried to write um, our season song and, um, And I, I generally, um, like piano is my first instrument and that's where I'm most comfortable. So I, I almost always write my songs from the piano. Um, and I started writing the season song and I had the chorus idea of what goes around, what goes around. I thought I could talk about the seasons in the verses. So I pitched it to Matt.
2: Yeah. And I, I said, uh, it's not funny enough. <laughs> my my typical criticism, but it's not just your song needs to be funnier. It's this song is so good that I don't even want it to be funny. Like the melody was so beautiful, and I thought we could just write some like nice poetic lyrics, and it would be a great song. It didn't didn't need to be funny, but I still really wanted to write a funny song about the seasons. <laughs> so we ended up kind of taking that song in a different direction, and just kind of coming up with these sort of poetic kind of just playing around with the idea. Uh, a little more abstract of things that go around. Uh, we we talked about um, you know, bicycle tires and propellers and just traveling. Uh, I, I tried to use the word circumnavigate, but c- <laughs> couldn't make it work <laughs> with the rhythm. Uh, but and then also in the first verse, we kind of had a little bit of maybe slightly tactless. Uh, we were writing during a pandemic and we talked about, uh, I wanted to use the idea of a song as contagious and a song kind of spreading being catchy and spreading like a virus, which is maybe a little bit (laughs) of a bad idea (laughs) during a pandemic. Uh, But that's where the first verse came from, talking about uh, when you're singing along with the catchiest Mm -hmm. song, uh, it's got a contagious melody. And our second
1: singer comes in just after that, it's catching.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: so he sings along with with Kier for the kind of the second half of the first verse uh, to kind of build on that idea.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, And then we take it from there and we talk about a lot of things. So I
1: wrote the melody, verse, chorus, melody, outro. Um, And I wrote kind of a skeleton of lyrics. Um, I'm mostly a songbook kind of writer and Matt's mostly the lyricist. Um, I usually start with some pretty good stuff and maybe about 50% of it stays and then Matt kind of adds to it. Um, So a lot of the lyrics were kind of fleshed out by Matt. Um, Chorus was.
2: Yeah, you were the chorus, and then I kind of. I kind of stepped in and, and tinkered with the verses for a little while, yeah. I guess.
1: And for that, for the ending, I really wanted as a primary music teacher, I teach rounds in my classes, and I really like the idea of what goes around. I said, we have to have a round at the end of what goes around. Um, so I I just for fun went on the Wikipedia article about uh rounds and the musical
2: idea. Yes, rounds, the musical yeah.
1: idea of um Around, and it specifically said that there aren't a lot of musical pieces in, in in contemporary pop music that use the round. But one example is um the Beach Boys. uh God only knows. How I'm without God so, if only gonna, know-
2: so if you're gonna take inspiration from a pop song, <laughs> it's
1: gotta be the Beach Boys. <laughs> Almost
2: God can't, can't beat that. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is a high, high, high aim. Yeah,
1: and then I mean, one step further, we're we're singing around, and we're saying what goes around. <laughs> yeah. So it
2: just the song kind of wrote itself at that the song point. song kind <laughs> of wrote
1: itself, yeah. Yeah.
2: So then, after we had that song kind of put together, actually, the very last song that we wrote for the album was "What's Your Favorite Season," uh, and
1: we sat with that for a long time. Yeah,
2: it took us a while to kind of nail down exactly. I, I knew I want I wanted to have a funny song, uh, and we said that. Uh, what goes around is kind of demonstrates Kira as a songwriter with these kind of complicated melodies and chord progressions and uh, kind of flowing, kind of building from the melody and that type of thing. Whereas what goes around shows kind of like my punk rock background where the verse is just like, dang, or sorry, well, what's your favorite season? Just kind of like a bit of a punk rock thing in the verses and simple chord progressions, but Chorus.
1: then <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying attention. Yeah, okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> Yeah. So and then uh, but then I always start with something kind of simple musically and then I I throw everything I can at it uh, with the instruments. And since this was the last song for the album and since we tried to kind of uh, show different textures for each season, which which ended up being each verse type of thing. Uh, it gave me the opportunity to say, oh, well, we already have a string quartet playing on the album. We already have a horn section playing on the album. They're
1: coming in. We might as well put them <laughs> yeah. to use.
2: So, uh, and Mark can play the banjo and and all this type of thing. So we just kind of threw, I think, ultimately 13 musicians play on that song, which is uh, the most on any of our songs. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun to mm-hmm. arrange. And we really <laughs> wanted to
1: have each of the verses, each of the seasons really feel like those seasons so we we brainstorm what kind of instruments um take on the feeling of fall or what kind of instruments in winter
2: yeah so for the spring we tried to have like this soft kind of organic sound we had the pizzicato violins come in uh, and it's just kind of like building and and um sort of i don't know spring like we we put some sound effects in with the rain as well and things Mm -hmm. like that and then for the summer verse it's just kind of a slam and party uh very bright sounding uh and a little bit of like electronic stuff going on in the back- background this this real party feel and then for the fall verse we we were thinking like apple farm a little bit of a rustic with the banjo and everything mm-hmm. and then finally the the winter it's not really a verse it's kind of more of a bridge uh in musical terms I guess uh and we just c- kind of went totally in another direction <laughs> and try to write and actually my idea from that part was uh, from some comedy films, specifically one that comes to mind uh, that I've I've thought about um, in retrospect is the movie The Jerk uh, with Steve Martin, mm-hmm. where there's just this beautiful scene in the middle that's not funny at all. It just stands out and it's almost hilarious that it's just so beautiful. <laughs> so we tried to kind of do something like that. I, we wrote this uh, winter with all these major seventh chords and things like that and just a very lush sound.
3: And
1: that was an example of Matt wrote he had the orchestration done for winter. But I saw his computer, it was just completely blank, and you see the, the little line flashing and had nothing for winter. And I think you were having a shower or something. I just <laughs> wrote the lyrics for the winter wow. uh, season. And he, like he was saying, he originally just wanted it to be beautiful. He didn't want the joke to turn at the end, like the other. Um, seasons but the ending that I came up with was just too perfect for him to turn down so freezing cold winter yeah,
3: so it's this
2: beautiful description of the winter and crystals and everything like that and then suddenly but it's also quite cold which kind of just like smashes us back into the, the chorus that what's your favorite season kind of
0: yeah I just I, I love with everything that went into that song at the end of the song you still couldn't decide what your favorite season was <laughs> you know? yeah
2: that's kind of our that's kind of our yeah. way a little bit yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right well let's check these songs out here is what's your favorite season and what goes around by the relative miners
4: what's your favorite season tell me which and tell me the reason summer winter spring or fall which one is the greatest one of all
3: I'll sing and everything is so exciting But then again, I don't enjoy the rain And my allergies are quite a pain So bring it back to the refrain
2: So not
3: spring then? Hmm, let me think
2: about it
4: What's your favorite season? Tell me which and tell me the reason Summer, winter, spring or fall Which one is the greatest one of all?
3: And treats, Walking around in their bare feet I'm second thought Sometimes it's too darn hot Poison oak and noisy seagulls And don't get me started on mosquitoes Yeah, come to think of it, I'm just not sure
4: Come on, here I need to know What's your favorite season? Tell me which and tell me the reason Summer, winter, spring or fall Which one is the greatest one of all?
3: get the rest the autumn is the best it's changing leaves and pumpkin pies it's halloween and big surprises though i suppose if that's the one i chose i need to add one stipulation a mid-september school vacation and then there's winter
4: Like just one or do you like them all? What's your favorite season? season?
2: So, did we land on something or?
1: No. Oh, okay.
3: When you're singing along with the catchiest song, you'll see it's got a contagious melody. It's caught in your head and then it's starting to spread. You'll find it's going around like a CD. Hands on a clock,
4: when they tick and they talk. Tell us that the world keeps spinning round and round and round. The world keeps spinning round and round and round
0: And that was What's Your Favorite Season and What Goes Around by The Relative Miners. All right. Let everyone know where they can stream and download those songs and where they can find you guys on social media.
1: Yes. Check us out on Spotify or we've got music videos on YouTube.
0: Yep. We're pretty active
2: on Instagram. So that's a good place to find us at The Relative Miners Band. And we also have a website at therelativeminers.ca, which has you know, information and you can, EPK, you
1: that can kind of stuff. buy
2: physical CDs if you like to do that sort of thing. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's, that's us.
0: Excellent. Well, Matt and Kirsten, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a real pleasure having you on.
1: Thank you very much, Patrick. Yeah.
2: Thanks a lot.